Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First... From a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you getting paid? And his partner, from Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft, the world's greatest wrestling podcast. I want to tell you before we start, Grado, in the room, there he is, sitting there, look at him, he's fixing his hair, you're looking well, my man, you're looking well. Thank you, mate, uh, you're looking good yourself, man. You're always looking You're always looking well post-pantomime, you're always looking good. Well, I've been, I finished two weeks and I get down to about 16 stone four, mm. but I'm climbing it back up, my boy, tonight, I had... Are you looking good because of the weight you've shifted or because of the fucking money you've brought in all this past? Any money this year has gone to fucking weddings, man. Aye. By the way... That's going to be a good day, isn't it? That's going to be a good day. Uh, have you been asked to be the best man yet, John? I've not, I've not actually. Who's your best man? Your brother? My brother, aye. Aye, 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 aye. My brother. How many podcasts have you done with him? Are you, are you, you, you should be coming if he's white to come. He's white to come, my man. I thought we'd be. Hold uh, on. I just, I'm, you... I'm just assuming I'm coming. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm you asked me ages Listen. ago and you said, oh, you'll definitely be coming to the wedding. But I, this is an angle so you can get George Bowie at your wedding. Has this been the angle? You would no. be looking I knew you would think that. I knew. Right, you'd be. Because you said, oh, you'll definitely be invited to the wedding, John. Or could you ask George Bowie to DJ at it? Now I'm starting to think I'm not getting an invite to the wedding. Are you going to get and George this has been Bowie an angle. What's that? Is George, is George Bowie going to DJ it? Yes, he is, apparently. Has he got a date? I think he is, aye. <gasps> I'll be amazing, Grado. And remember, Grado, also, I know, you know, the situation with numbers and all that kind of stuff. Night is fine. Night is fine for us. Don't worry about it. But here, Rab, do you remember Remember when you got married during lockdown and I got the invite and I didn't get and I didn't know it was a Zoom link and I was, <laughs> I was telling Stephanie by a frog. I was like, Saturday. We've just had the invite with the go. It's in Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> There's only there's only eighteen people allowed to go, and we're two of them. <laughs> Did you not know that, John? I, I didn't even get the Zoom link for that. <laughs> Did you not get the Zoom link, John? Didn't get the Zoom link. Very oh. disappointing. I didn't even know. I had I hadn't even known you that long at that time, though, had I? I was, it was only a, a couple of years at that point, to be fair. Was it we a couple of years? We'd only done about a hundred episodes of the hey, podcast together, hey, but it's all right. It's fine. To make it worse, I bought something for you, and I've never ever sent it. That is bad because you're <laughs> fucking three years married. Is it booze? Because booze keeps, man. Booze gets No, better. it was a... It wasn't. It was something kind of shit. Like, um... The one of these wee statues that you get. You know these wee statues that people get at their wedding? It's like it, the faceless statue things. It was a... It was a... Oh, I see, I feel bad now because I don't know if I'll be able to fin it, but it, actually when I think about it, it was actually quite good. It was a... What do you call it? Hang a wrestling... A belt. No, like a... A double-ended dildo. In that shape, a double-ended dildo, but you put marriage papers in it. Oh, I've got one of them. No, no, is it is it like a tube you keep your stuff in? Ah, uh, you got one? No, 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 no. Fuck. Shamer got us a good present, man. He got us a really nice What did he get you? He got us like a, a keepsake kind of thing to put stuff in as well. Oh, Shamer's a nice guy, man. Did Shamer get me? Shamer was at the rumble? Yes, so he was. But mate, we, I wasn't. We were talking about Shamer was at the rumble. Shamer was at the Royal Rumble. What he was in it? <laughs> I didn't really see him. No, no, no. He wasn't in it. He went with Ryan. He went with his boy. They went to Drew, Drew got him tidy tickets. He was hanging about with all the wrestlers. He was talking about Rangers to Lex Luger. Oh, Sky. no way. 
shite Shamer messaged me last week and he said, Do you want to come on the podcast and I'll talk about the rumble? And I forgot to message him back. Well, we're going to be doing a lot of talking about the rumble tonight for sure. Now, let me tell you something, boys. I've watched the pay per view now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, wait there, wait there. No, this isn't right because. You you were in America at the weekend. I need I need you need to tell us about. Right, I need to tell you about because this. when I saw the video yesterday, I, I thought any time I've stayed in New York, right? The deal is, you just you stay in a practically a fucking cupboard because it's where you're gone. You're just resting your head. You're in a, 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 a basically a room. You climb your homeless people in the lobbies to get to your room because you don't give a fuck what hotel that you book. Rab. What the damn was that? You were staying in, mate. Looking right onto Times Square. What was it? 42nd Street? 41st Street your hotel was on? Um, I was right. Aye, 7th Avenue. It wasn't quite 42nd, I don't think. It was right on Times Square. Um, there's a guy, there's oh, a guy so I know. Amazing. There's a guy I know that runs a hotel. Um, guy that owns a hotel. I'm a big, always, be, always been really, um, always really loved the guy and had a really good relationship with him and really, you know, believe in all the stuff he talks about. A guy called Donald Trump. And he, uh... <laughs> no, it was just I wanted to. All my life, I've wanted to. If I go to New York, I says I want that experience. I look out the big windy, and you see the city in front of you. So it was like for me, it was like I'm going to stay somewhere that's you know we're only there for the weekend. I'm going to stay somewhere kind of special, you know what I mean? And it was it was amazing. It was like being in a film. It didn't feel real. Any mean it felt real. And what was your flights? My flights were um, on the way there. Heathrow, then Heathrow JFK. British Airways. British Airways, don't he throw? And then um, it was Delta. Delta, all the way to, which was amazing. That big plane, see that big American Delta plane, Delta Airlines plane out of America, man. I was like, this is the fucking life, man. The food was cracking. I, I was man. watching films, not, or I was comfy. It was brilliant. <laughs> oh, and I, you know, I've always been a wee bit of a kind of nervous flyer. I'm sure I've said before, like, I'm not, it's not my favourite hang in the world, but all four of the flights, even the ones back, the ones back was through Iceland. Uh, through Reykjavik, um, and even they were even they were great. We got really lucky with the with the flights and all that. And I mean, smooth as you like. America was amazing on the Friday night. I'll give you a quick New York right. rundown. On the Friday night, we go there. We just went out to wonder about Times Square. Um, there was all sorts of stuff going on. There was there was protests happening. There was NYPD motorbikes all dashing about. Um, we went and go. Some pizza. We went. We wanted to buy a slice at a pizza place. We bought a slice at one place. We bought a slice at another place. We're just walking about. We're knackered as well because we're flying. So we, we did a bit of walking about, doing that, and back to our hotel room. It was all good. Saturday morning, got up super early. Um, went to, uh, went straight up to Central Park. So it's only like for Times Square. It's only like a ten minutes walk or something. Right. Up to Central Park. Couldn't that that was mind blowing as well because you're walking up and it's just. As you know, Grado, it's just like an urban jungle, man. It's just buildings everywhere, and then the next thing, it's just a wall of trees. Oh. And then you're in a giant park, man. And it was, it was that that was that was the high point for me, Central Park, apart from um, apart from the basketball. So we did Central Park. We came back. We had really nice lunch in our hotel. Uh, we actually then we actually went back to our room for a wee bit. Had a bath, took it easy, chilled out for a wee oh, bit. Come on, had a bit of time in the hotel room, oh, and on. then. Out we went, only Times Square, down to 42nd Street, go to the subway, go to the subway to Brooklyn, came out, Brooklyn, walked out to the Barclays Centre, walked in. The atmosphere was amazing, DJs all playing their stuff and all that. The New York people, I thought, were, were fucking amazing. Every, every New Yorker I met was beautiful. Um, and then we went up and we had a, a double vodka soda, half a guy, and the New York guy was like, realised we were Scottish, and was like, you know, you can take your drinks. Right inside here, buddy. You can take them right in. You know what I mean? Oh, it was oh. like, these are Scottish people. These are people who only trusted to be adults in their own country. Huh. Um, they can enjoy themselves here. I watched the guy pouring double vodka. And it was like, pouring the vodka into the measure, and then he just kept pouring. And then it was like, he was still pouring. And then he took the second measure, and then he was pouring into it. And then he overflowed and kept pouring, kept pouring. And I was like, oh my God, these vodkas are ridiculous. No, the vodkas were... Uh, let me think, $69 for two double vodkas. Jesus Christ! In the Barclays Centre, right? And they were in, like, big pint thingies. But this was like drinking a pint of vodka. This is what it tasted like. It tasted like drinking a pint of vodka. We're up, we get into our seats, we're sitting beside a couple of Knicks fans on one side, 
one guy who used to be a player back in the day. There was Knicks fans behind us as well. So it's like, you know, it's not like going to an off old firm game where you're, you know what I mean, sitting with your own. Mace, mob. Na- it's not the same. Nene that, nene <laughs> that. Atmosphere, the atmosphere was amazing. Um, you know, the national anthem gets sung and all that at the start, and then just at a pause in the national anthem was a kids' choir singing it, and a pause in the national anthem, a Knicks fan shouted, "Go Knicks!" And it was It was brilliant, man. It was a brilliant, really good atmosphere. <sighs> um, then it, you know, then it all started, and then it was just, man, it was dynamite. I was steaming. The vodka was super strong. I, we went to get drinks at half time, right? And we go up to the bar and we're like, all right, let's get another couple of these $69 vodkas. And Jen asked for the drinks and the drinks get served, right? And the guy looks at me, right? And he goes, ID. You got two 20s? And I was hey. like, I was like, aye. And then he just, there was just nothing. There was just silence. Buddy, buddy, have you got two 20s? And Jen was like, what, what, what for? What for? And I was like, well, I, I have got two 20s. Okay. He was like, Jesus, and he's turned around and he's looking at all the guy and a guy behind me leaned and looked into my face like, what the fuck is up with you? And I'm like, and I honestly, I couldn't get, I was like, what is this guy talking about? If I get two, standing there on my car, do it to pay. And he's like, have you got two 20 bills? I had no fucking idea what the guy was talking about. He says, buddy, have you got two 20, have you got two 20 bills? Put them there. Just put them there. Mate, I, this is, this is funny. Keep talking. This is, I can't believe this. Put them there. Put them there. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm looking, I'm going like that. What, what, what for? <laughs> And by this time, everybody in the queue is like, and we're steaming as well, and everybody in the queue is like fucking looking at his, the other guy behind the bars kind of looking at going, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? And then, and then I fucking, I just pulled the 220s out, and I was like, ah, and he was like, put them there to me. And I was like, right, and I just put them down and, and walked away with my drinks. And I was like, I just didn't process, John. I didn't process that the guy was going, I'm not charging you the $70. I'm asking you for 220s that will be gone in my fucking pocket. Really? Take your drinks and go. That was this was obviously this is obviously a thing that happens. A hustle. Everybody, everybody else in the queue was looking at me like, Are you a fucking idiot? Put the two twenty. She's a bam. Take your drinks. I try to get Stephanie to come out here, right? You'll never believe this. Right. I went to Peter K at the O2. Mm-hmm. No that Saturday, but the Saturday before, right? And we ordered two double Jack Daniels and Diet Coke, and she got two two double vodkas. And like you say, it was like 70 bar, right? I've got right. the card. The guy You're takes the cup, takes the cup and sits it there and then he goes, 20. Right? And fucking I went like that and put the 20 pound in the, in the cup and fucking got it for 20 pound. I but can't believe that. I've just run to Stephanie going, Stephanie, can you please tell us story about the podcast about how we had to be keep it? She's just about to tell me fuck off. I'm raging with her. But Gredo, I can't happened. believe that happened. You at least understood what was going on. Mm. You understood what was happening. I had no fucking idea. Neither me nor Jen had any idea what was fucking going on. Well, I was like, do you know what it felt like? I was like, this is this guy's only night on this job and he's just fucking, t- he's going to make a pack at the night. That's what I thought. Oh, I thought. man. Aye. He was like, I, I, he was like, that when he cared. He's like, I didn't care. But he still fingered it through, but when, and he just sat the cup and he put the £20 in and then at half time, I went again and got it again. Fucking tremendous. Well done. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, my, why, my buddy this week is for Stephanie. I wanted her to just... In case you don't believe me, but the basketball. If anybody, if you if you're ever going to New York, even if you're not into basketball, right? If you're ever going to New York, you, you go to a basketball game. You know what I mean? We Jenny done a brilliant job. She got me as a, a Christmas present, and it being a it being a, a Nets and Knicks game, so you had so, oh, everybody from New York all in it. You know what I mean? Oh, it was just the atmosphere was unbelievable. The Nets played brilliant, man. They were dominating all night. Um, can you remember how I got out of Brooklyn? Can you remember getting back to Manhattan? However. This is where we come back to wrestling daft. Sorry, folks. No, I love that. No, I love that shit. The, the plan always was, Grado, that we go and we watch the Brooklyn Nets, right? And then we go back to Manhattan and I had scoped out a couple of bars that were going to be showing the pay-per-view, right? Mm. To catch the end of the show because I thought the end of the show would be the Men's Royal Rumble, Rumble, right? Okay. So, so we'll catch the end of the show to see the to see the Men's Royal Rumble. Um, so we, I don't remember leaving Brooklyn, really. I'm, I'm, I know we went on the subway because I've got a video of Jane taking a 40 for people. People are posing on the subway and she's taking a 40. And then I didn't watch any wrestling, mate. Loads of videos on my phone of me and Jen in this drag bar. Brilliant. We're like guys all dancing up on the bar and Jen's dancing and I'm dancing. There's like, there's like drag artists all fucking dancing about and singing and all that. And we're sticking money in there. <laughs> that I was meant to be watching the wrestling. 
That 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 sounds like one of the best days ever. That was great. Waiting up in New York, as you say, going to be scoot about and then going to the basketball and then doing that at night, it must have been shit Amazing. But what about the rubble doing that anyway, man? What is that about putting that on first? How did you recover for that? I thought, uh, I was live, I'd have been raped to my bed. But we'll get into it later, but the way the rumble concluded with the bloodline stuff, they couldn't have put uh, anywhere else in the show because it would all oh, have sorry, I, I never really, I don't really know about that. I just like the rumble. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I've got something else to tell you. I watched the pay-per-view when I came home. Right, I did not watch that Bray Wyatt match. People are waiting for. People have been asking all week. They're waiting for this moment for you to go through Bray Wyatt, and you didn't see it. I did not watch that Bray Wyatt match because I thought to myself, maybe this is something we could do next week. I thought to myself, I want to watch this with the boys. Well, I watched Summit because obviously my boy Eli was in it, who has a fucking star and the best hang in the telly. But I can tap to it. A couple minutes. Watch. Why don't we? Why don't we watch it together next week? Because I feel like I need I need a bit of moral support watching this. Um, <laughs> I want to save it because I'd already seen people saying, "Oh, Bray Wyatt match was fucking rotten." So I, I, I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it on my own. I want to watch it with you. Right. Okay. All right. Mm. Yeah. We promote this live show. Let's promote the live show. So we are doing wrestling daft live, Grado. John, tell them about it. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, it's happening in Box on uh, Sunday, 26th of February. It's happening in the afternoon before the ICW Square go. Everyone's saying Jones booked book it duh, 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 during the Old Firm Cup final. Right, okay, we didn't know that Rangers and Celtic were going to be in the Cup final. Probably a given that they were. But we've organised it, so we're going to do the wrestling show in two parts. We're going to have the first part. We're going to do Wrestling Daft Live. Then we will show the football. Then we'll have the second part. Then we'll have a Wrestling Daft Disco. And everyone can go to the ICW Square Go after that. So that's the plan. So you're not going to miss the football. In fact, that will enhance your enjoyment of the football because we will have... Rab on one side, supporting Celtic. We'll have Grado on the other side, supporting Rangers. There might be a bit of a fight. There might be a bit of a battle royal between supporters. Who knows what will happen? But it's all going to be fun. It's going to be a great day out. Um, you can get tickets now. They're going fast. Sold half of them already. Uh, and you can get your tickets at the Eventbrite on, on the links below. Uh, and it's going to be a great day. We still don't know what we're doing for the Wrestling Daft Live show. All the stuff in the show, though. All the stuff you really enjoy. All Grado's stories. All Arab's stories. Grado, why did we let him promote this? Right, first of all, right. it's promoted Falkirk hang, Falkirk fan hang ever. Oh, we'll have lots of fun watching an old firm. Doesn't it work out like that, John? No, it's wrestling no. fans. Oh, Jesus! He suggested Christ. there's going to be sectarian violence at it. Right, that's the first thing he's done. Right, right. he said we have no planned anything for it. Right, there's no plan. We don't know what we're doing. That's what he says. As a guy promoting a show, we don't mm. know what we're doing. Right, here's something else he said. He said half the tickets sold. Let me get a clue here, John. Right, see, even half your tickets have sold. You mm. say fucking three quarters of your tickets have sold. Right, 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 right. Okay. Right. right okay. Even right. your tickets have but sold. That's promote... when you say half of them. But you sold. can't promo on it. You you give it dusty. Come on, give it dusty. Right, you've got to get down there to see Wrestling Daft live in Box. Yes, Box, the place where I slept and had some of my greatest <laughs> dreams um, in the in the bathroom of Box. Maybe I'll even take you into the bathroom and show you the stall where I spent the night. Uh, that treat could wait for you. Me and Grado are going to be talking, listen, live and unleashed because we need to watch what we're saying on this podcast because the Daily Rec, people for the Daily Rec and people for the Sun listen to it. Oh, uh, God. Right, and but we we can say whatever we want. We can say whatever we want when you see us live. So get your tickets, book it. Do not be a good day. A wee bit of fitballing, uh, and we will uh, we'll be focused on the wrestling. We even chat about the wrestling during the fitball. That's what I like today. Right, let's right. see what the punters. Can, can I just cut you off right there? You didn't do what does always sell it, baby. Sell the event, baby. No reference to where you can get your tickets or anything you, like that. Rab. You get your tickets, fucking. You well, can you get your tickets? And the link below, you just point like on YouTube and you say on the link below. On the link below, what? Because in the podcast, people will be listening to this on the podcast right now, and all the links for the uh, like the Patreon, all that is in the description. So you can get the link to Wrestling Daft Live in this description of this. You podcast. mean you can actually listen to a show on your on your phone and stuff? Aye. This is a shamble. <laughs> right, so. Let's see what punters are saying. Let's see what the punters are up. Hey, right, let's talk about Mr. Blobby, by the way. Fuck Somebody it. been listening to your fucking show? 
I, I, I had to DM the promoters of that right away, and I went, I can't lie, man, I'm absolutely gutted that he's managed to get Mr. Blob, he's been digging my emails. I even emailed him again yesterday. After Is it the real one? Is it the real one? He says, look, mate, we had to persuade him as well. He goes, we've, we've been trying for years to get him, which I do believe, but it, still, it was still killing me that it was gone mega viral. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was on your lad Bibles and all this shit, so I was... I was a bit raging yesterday when I saw him, especially, especially the fact he was taking bumps and then toupees out to the outside. And uh-huh. Christ Almighty, man! And he's talking, he's talking a talking a tournament because of this uh, big old suit that he's selling. Is it him that's selling it? Well, it must be because he's saying that because surely he's t- he's telling everybody don't don't wear it outside the house copyrights. Well, and he was on this morning with an absolute brand spanker. Do you know right. that? Do you know that um, the it's guy who didn't pay up? He pulled out the bid, so it's up at sixty-two thousand, and the bidder at the last moment said, "I'm not paying that." So, which makes me think: Is it one of these deals where he's went right, mate? I think I can. Jank Mister Blobby said to his pal, Janky said to Noel Edmonds, "Mate, gonna bump this up for me and put in a bit of, put, keep bumping it, and then it's went too far, and then knows no coughed up the money." Listen, it's, I mean, it's well worth the money. I think actually. It's about telly history, though. Sure is, man. It's been. I mean, you can tell it's is well worn, and it is a it is a legit. Somebody's see. If, I reckon see if would you call him stayed here? Would you call the biggin' does all the podcast? Conrad Thompson. Nice. See if he lived in Britain. He'd have bought it. Oh, he would have bought it, he, and he, he had it on his wall behind him. Aye, next to the ECW arena sign. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I've been listening. To, I've been enjoying listening to Ric Flair's podcast, man. I love. I love Ric Flair sitting there. Just fucking trashing people, not man. It's, you can't beat it, man. You can't beat it. It's one thing I've not listened to. I've, I still listen to Kevin Nash, man. That's good. Basically, the Ric Flair one is, um, is Conrad will tell him about something somebody said about him that week. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ric Flair will say, will say, I've got fucking stories, by the way. <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm marry a man than to fucking tell the stories. I'll, I'll keep the secrets, you know what I mean? But I fucking... So he's got a lot of that going on. I like it, man. Oh, Flair. Um, Kevin Nash's podcast, the best. That's the best wrestling podcast there is. Is it? It's the best. Um, right, so we were asking what people would like to see on the show as we shake the format up, as we come up to the live show. Um, and we got a wee bit of feedback on that, didn't we, John? What were people looking for? So at the live show, uh, here's some of the suggestions that they would uh, like to, to see the live show. Bring back the road story, said Steve, and we could do a Grado road story or a Rab road story at Wrestling Daft Live. Uh, Billy at the Scottish Wrestling Network, you were on there the other week there, Grado. I heard, I listened to your interview there. He's saying, bring out Bingo Balance. Um, Martin's yeah. a bit more serious. Stick to a bit of the format roundup of the week in wrestling, but also pick a single topic for the guys to get right into. Gradio's ICW years from start to finish, who he met along the way, best memories, when he knew he made it, etc. Gradio telling stories is the best part of the show. Billy says, get Greg Hempel and chat about the Kelvin Brawl. That's not a bad shout. And Callum just says, blobby. So they want blobby at the live show. And Mick says, someone should get their cock out and eat an onion. Well, there you go. Um, I can't, but I don't even talk about the Mr. Blobby thing anymore because it's I'm, I'm bitter about it. Uh, yeah, Paul flags up that it was seven years ago this week. Thanks, Paul. Seven years ago this week that this happened at a TNA show in Birmingham. I got her number right in this phone. I got phone in Madonna. Uh, so was that was did does he did he actually have Madonna's number on his phone? I they were neighbours. They were they were neighbours at one point. They were really pally, Billy Corgan and Madonna. Um, and he's uh, he, that, that's what we done when the cameras went off at night. It, 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 it was good. I don't really remember much yet, but I remember, want me to call Madonna? Do you want me to call Madonna? I got a phone right now. Want me to call Madonna? But um, see, going back to that um promo they done, the thing was funny because he went, "You want me to call Madonna? You want me to tell him call Madonna?" And then he went. Now, <laughs> I just left. Now, <laughs> I left. It was brilliant. And then I kept going, let me stun you. Let me stun you. And he was putting the mic away going, you better not fucking physically touch me. I'm not doing anything like that. I was going, I was going, I was going, let me stun you. Let me stun you. And he was going, you fucking dare. You dare. <laughs> putting the mic away for his mouth. Does Billy not Amazing. take a bump? Can no. Billy not take a bump? He went, no fucking shit. No way. Has he been track like a fucking egg if he took a bump? <laughs> that, big, that big fucking doma has would crack like an egg. 
Uh, so there's a wee bit of comeback on last week's show. You were chatting about B-Days, apparently. Craig says that a B-Day is the best choice you could ever make for your gaff. Get the attachment off Amazon for like 50 quid. Very easy to install. If you get shite on your horn, you're not going to wipe it off with paper. Um, I didn't know you could just install an attachment for B-Day stuff. Neither did John. But I wouldn't be buying one at £80. I think I'd want to spend a wee bit more than that. I'd be kind of fear to that. I don't is know it just that. an attachment? So I think you can get that you can plumb into your... Um, you can plumb into your toilet so that when the water, the, so and, and water plums through and it can be hit up and it can be used to spray hot air into your pipe. There's loads of things it can do. It can uh, scoot soak into your hole and then it, warm water and then it has like a Dyson Hoover bit attached to it. It does everything, all the process, just by pressing one button. But I don't think one at 80 bar off Amazon would do that. The one that Cabana had in his was, was about 800 bucks and that was all singing all. <coughs> Oh, singing all that's it. Do you like a good B day then? Eh? Mm-hmm. It was tremendous because as you could heat up the the, the the you could heat it up and all you could heat up the full pan. John, you you don't get B days in full cup, do you? No, no, I'm just looking on eBay. There's one for fifty five quid B day. So I'm not using a second hand fucking eBay. B-day, no, 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 no. It's on, ad- it's on Amazon. Sorry, um, hot and cold water spray fifty five quid for rear or female washing. Just female. It gets four stars, Grado. Oh, Hundred and eighty ratings. Have you melt some? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, also talking about Lex Luger and how he claimed to be a Rangers fan despite his parents coming for Coat Bridge. Tank Shelby has been in touch and said, Coat Bridge boy here and can confirm this place is full of Rangers fans. A minority, sure, but they're extra obnoxious as a result. Just this afternoon. There was a single solitary flute band marching through the tune. He also claimed that Luger was leading it with an effigy of the Pope and a torture rack. <laughs> Thanks again to John. No, producer John, but John, who last week got Gredo credited with being in the wedding season. He's now updated the page to say he actually appeared in two episodes and he wants a cream egg in the post. We had two episodes of that, mate. Aye? I think it was. I've told him that, so if it is, it's fake news. But that was funny that he said cream egg. If anybody watched it, there was a cream egg involved in one of the scenes that I was in. But see, by the way, thanks again to that geezer. But see, uh, Shamer, Shamer was telling me that he went to one of the Comic Cons at the Rumble and uh, he was talking to Alex Luger about Rangers and it was like at the end of his signing and the guy... Carted him out in the wheelchair. Apparently, Lex Luger was going, Rangers, Rangers. That's what she was saying. She says the guy made that up. He's, that's what he says. He says, says Luger was getting carted away and he was going, Rangers, Rangers. <laughs> I can't tell you how much money I would pay for a video of that, by the way. Lex Luger getting wheeled away in a wheelchair going, Rangers, Rangers. <laughs> It's fucking so much of this is surreal, boys. Like just, oh. just the way. Do, do, do you ever do that? Do you ever think? I was thinking about that when I was in New York the weekend, and just thinking now when I was a wee guy on it, and, and now I kind of feel like every day the world just seems more mental and kind of surreal and like no real. Like that story you told me there, Grado, is like something that just, <laughs> just can't exist. But it's, I know. You know what I mean? Aye. <laughs> that's what I mean. Sure, that's. I was a bit like that when I went to. Did you go and see where uh, John Lennon got assassinated? In Central, well, no, I didn't go and see where that was, but I, we walked through Strawberry Fields in Central Park. Oh, that's what I meant. That's not where he got assassinated in a minute. No, that's not where he got, he got done in the street, I think. But there was a guy, apartment. I met a guy there when I went to New York and he was wearing a NTL Rangers tap with fucking, and was I, was, I was like, oh, mate, the Michael Moles tap. And he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, Rangers, but he didn't have a clue what he was wearing. All right. I was just like, I don't know if he maybe go to a charity shop or something. I don't know if he was homeless, but he had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, you're tap, that's the Rangers. And he was going, no, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> that's a cracker, that's the most tap. <laughs> that's the most tap. Right. <laughs> One confectionery, which I'm just eating, I had a wee jelly baby there. It turns out, just like Rab, John Cena is a big fan of marshmallows. I ordered our marshmallows. Let's make him pack this order for him. We'll start by making his PB&J marshmallows. They're a chocolate flavoured marshmallow that we fill with peanut butter and jelly. We then coat them in chocolate and sprinkle peanuts on top. I am still so shocked by this order. We looked up the address and everything matches up. It's absolutely insane. John, I'd love to know if you've bought this for yourself or if someone's bought it as a gift for you. And we're on to packing. So first up, it's your watermelon marshmallows, then the PB&J we just made. Got a pack of caramel toasted coconut and then lemon meringue, which is one of our most popular. Then toasted coconut and our Halloween marshmallow donuts. 
Thank you so much for this order, John. We can't believe it. We hope you love your marshmallows. So bad discretion, folks. Now I know a bit of discretion. John but Cena. there's a twist in the tail. There's a twist in the tail, and here comes the twist. Week I posted about John Cena ordering our marshmallows, and you wanted proof. So here it is. The answer to the question: Did John Cena buy marshmallows from the Marshmallow Company? Is yes. I, John Cena Sr., the dad of John Cena, who lives no in West Newbury, Massachusetts, bought marshmallows from the Marshmallow Company for my sweetie, Monice. And I have to say this, I've eaten a lot of marshmallows. These marshmallows are nothing short of fabulous. They're decadent. They're delicious. They're, this PB&J is outstanding. I don't have the lemon meringue, which is awesome. The watermelon, just like watermelon. So, have we answered the TikTok question of the week? Did John Cena buy marshmallows at the Marshmallow Company? Well, of course I did. John Cena Sr., me. I bought marshmallows from the Marshmallow Company. <laughs> so, I'd like to say this to all of you down there at the Marshmallow Company. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and have a great day, mate. But right now, you know what I'm thinking? It's time for a marshmallow. <laughs> Last week I posted about. So is that actually? Is that actually his dad? You never saw him. He's been on a teller before. No, I've never. He's been involved he's, in angles, hasn't he? His dad's a good promo man. His dad's yeah. no. His, his dad gets bookings on Indies and all that. Oh my god! I am sure hey, listen, marshmallows are amazing. I don't know what's wrong, you guys. Oh, Craig, you should book John Cena Senior for the Family Bash and put the book John Cena. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Mr. Bobby versus fucking John Cena's dad. <laughs> but um, who's the, who's uh, who's the marshmallow mascot? I suppose not the wee home pride guy. Remember the wee home pride guy? Aye, aye, aye. He's a marsh. He's a kind of mighty boy. He's a dog. No, he's, he's not. He's a tatty, isn't he? No, he's, he's a, a tatty. No, I think he's no dough home pride. Boy. Aye, aye, aye. Ugh, I don't know. Uh, Mayor Wrestling meets football crossover here as Ryan Porteous is signing video for Watford. Let's have a look. Number 22 on his way. Oh my God, it is the Scottish center back running in party. <laughs> There you go. Fair play, man. That's funny. That is, I didn't. I didn't see that. That's class, actually. You follow me on Instagram, not on. I love how they went obviously on a create your own wrestler on like two K, and they've got Jim Ross feeding in Ryan Porteous. How did they manage to get that? I, they must. You must. You must be able to feed a mm. name into two uh, K. Guy just maybe did a voice. No, I didn't. It sounded like it sounded like it was done. Like it a, sounded like Gr. Yeah. You could have went on a cameo and paid Gr to just do it. Oh, that's true. Maybe they did that. Is he on Camel Do you know what we should do, by the way? Here's what we should do. We should, using our, our viewers, right, we should all chip in, right? Mm -hmm. Get all our viewers to chip in using, like, a PayPal thing or something and regularly pay for cameos after <laughs> for the show and get them to say... Aye, let's do it. Get them to say crazy stuff. I want to hear an old American wrestler saying something like, what do I prefer? A pen loaf or a plane loaf? <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. Let's make it happen. Let's let I tell I you what, a roll on sausage. All our, hey, our hey, I just, money. I just found out that the main ingredient in macaroon is tatties, man. Tatties <laughs> and ice. What the fuck? That's what I want, man. Right. I tell you what, for, for the live show, why don't we take some of the live show and get some of these messages, and we'll see if we get some for the live show. Let's try and get some for the live show. Let's see, let's try and get some for the live show. I want to hear Raven talking about Jimmy Cranky. <laughs> I want Lex Luger, if he's on camera, saying Rangers, Rangers, Rangers. Rangers, Rangers. Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> right, we should do that. A bit, we'll take a wee bit of the budget for the live show, right? A wee bit of the money for the live show, and we'll go on cameo one day, and we'll see who's available. <laughs> Let, let's we'll get, get some stuff, man. Right. Let's get Lillian Garcia. She's on here, and I'm looking at just now. Let, let's get her to come on and talk about how much she misses whatever he's. You can get Flair. <laughs> you can get Flair. I don't know how much he is though. Oh fuck! F 
flares 405 quid. <laughs> it's just perfect, man, because she's so kind of refined and all that. Beautiful, man. Oh. <laughs> She used to love Gotti with Avery's man, and she's fucking. All <laughs> 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 oh, right, okay, that's. Oh, uh, hey, by the way, we, I reckon for two hundred quid, we could have Ricky Steamboat talking about macaroon. Eighty-one quid a steamboat. Well worth it. Well worth it. Right. You... Let's move on. Let's move on. Mac Dow says he's howling, sitting in Kilmarnock College just now. They didn't work alongside the Prince's Trust programme and they were talking about inviting Scottish celebrities to the award show. Gradle was sh- <laughs> shot down instantly. <laughs> Wait, does he even count as a celebrity? Gradle's about as big a celebrity as it. Who was it? The Prince's Trust bastards. Hey, I'd like to see what jabronis they end up getting to go at their wee awards night. We'd like to congratulate, before we finish this bit, we'd like to congratulate, we've spent the whole show basically on this, but we've no managed to move on. I would like to congratulate Gredo on um, uh, finishing his stint at Scott Squad. Oh, Great right. show, um, and when Gredo joined it, I think it stepped up a, a, a massive amount. You look at the, all I've got to say is, look at a view count some of the videos on, on the BBC Scotland Facebook no, that has Gredo in them, you know what I mean, right for the get-go. So congratulations, Gredo, great run. Oh, I mean, it was good. One, one, one great sitcom under your belt, still there win another on. one. There you go, mate. You, I mean, you came and it's like going for finishing up Burniston and then, you know, it's a, a matter of what's, what's next and all that kind of care on, won't you? By the way, I feel well, bad for saying that. I didn't realise it was a Prince's Trust and I'm going, I'm going to finish with these cunts. I didn't, I didn't mean you call you cunts. I meant the people that were at the college. And I don't mind that they said that. I, I feel as if I need, I, I feel as if I, I shouldn't have You need to clarify. Yeah, we've got to show your face up at Ibrooks, fucking, uh, <laughs> and to make sure you're not saying anything like that. Right, um, I, I've always considered you two sitcoms Grado as well, so you need to get something else in the go now. Well, I want to Grado, Grado two sitcoms, you know what I mean? So you need oh, to get... I do have a couple of ideas, so they... Well, I do. You? Aye. Well, I don't really. I think people want to see want to see us in a sitcom. Mate. So they are, man. I think people want to see... I think we proved when we did Games Master. We're, um, we're gold, one teller together. <laughs> Well, you need to fuck that Ian Connell off. Oof. I'll kill him. I'm going to see him on Monday, so I'll just I'll shove him into the Clyde. I think what... Because I was actually talking about you today, mate. I was talking about you in an interview because that programme that I was filming, Scotland's Greatest Escape, that turns... That, that, that starts in two weeks' time. And the woman, this woman is like, what was your first ever TV role? I says, well, actually, it was a thing called The Sunny, which was 10 years ago this year in September. You're joking, was it? That's crazy. Fucking hell, man. And I was like, um, I, it was my first time on set with Paul McCall and obviously Rab and Ian and um, Jane McCarry and all that. And I think, I don't know if I've ever, I've ever actually told that before because it's always just, there's never been a question like that, but it was quite good. I was putting you over big time. Stevie McCall. Oh, aye, his brother, Stevie McCall. Um, I, I, tell I, always, you, I always find it I interesting you. that you mentioned you were in the show with... Um, Stevie McCall and Jane McCarry and me. And you don't mention you don't mention fucking Ashling B, who's like a massive star now. I did mention her. I went and this Irish comedian who's totally blew up, and she went Ashling B, and I went, "That's her." Yeah, bye. that's crazy, that, isn't it? Uh, see that show, by the way. That's the only time I've ever been in a trailer or what? on a set filming something. Is it really? Only time ever. We did Burniston, there was no trailers. Wow, man, you're a strong. Like day in the Scots, no trailers, no trailers, day in the Scots or anything. You know what I mean? You'll be in fucking trailers, day in two doors down, no doubt. But we, um, we, did, we, did, we did get trailers apart from when we done COVID. See, when it was COVID, we couldn't get trailers, but what we got was like all hard day 1980 caravans. Like, see the right. ones you tow in the back of your motor? Aye, aye. And all old like, floral uh, seats and all that kind of carry on. And the, we had that. And that was the one and only time I've ever been in a trailer, man. And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, <laughs> Of just random wrestling related stuff. We'll get in touch with us and let us know if you've ever been in a trailer on a film set before. Get <laughs> us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at Wrestling Daft at Gmail. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every week, we like to separate the Uncle Howdy's for the Uncle Bucks. Amazing. I'm, I'm assuming the Uncle Howdy bit was shite for this. As we bury and put over stuff from the world of wrestling. David wants to put over Sami Zayn turning on Reigns and Gunther's performance in the Rumble. And wants to bury that shambolic pitch black match. Right, can I just stop there for a second, lads? Gunther was good in the Rumble, wasn't he? He was but, very good. But see the WWE, what I noticed? They didn't mention during the show that, like, did they mention that that was the record-breaking time in the Rumble? I don't know if they mentioned it on comms. It was afterwards that I saw the kind of chat. But it wasn't it. even official WWE, and I was like, they're keeping very quiet about that. I could be wrong, but it was I all think right, boy, I, don't, I don't remember it. That fella, though, he was great in the Rumble, I thought, all throughout. But I, th- I thought he was really in his own heat about the elimination. Do you know what I mean? You could really yeah. see that he was flinging his cellular. You could see he was overthinking it, I think. You know what I mean? I think there was a wee moment there where it just felt... I just felt a wee bit when it came to the elimination. It looked like nerves had maybe hit him a wee bit in that in that hmm. moment. Do you know what? I don't know if I agree with that, right? Because... See, but, but everybody's different, right? And there's a big difference between starting a rum, Royal Rumble number one in Ayrton Hall, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and going to full hog to being uh, in, in front of thousands of folk and millions of folk worldwide in the Rumble. But twice I've had to do that. Start a Rumble's number one and go all the way to 30. I've done it in air and I've done it, I can't remember somewhere else, but I remember going, oh, far, far, gone. are you joking? And by the end, that you'll know, you'll know never at all. You just want to get it done and get out of there because you've been right. in it for that long, and you've been punched and you've been kicked and you've been trying to try to stay low as much but, as possible, not get involved in everybody, somebody else's spots. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm just meaning. I'm just meaning that look, both the both the eliminations, the, the the false elimination and then his actual ultimate elimination. Um, he was he was telegraphing. He was going over. I just kind of felt like I don't know if it's maybe well, just well, because he's a big dude. Was it him and, and Cody then? Aye, was one of the ones in it, right? He's got to do with like potentially thirty other spots plus, and then he's coming in with a guy that's that's been out for eight months or whatever it is, and he's got all that shit in his seed, and he's coming out there fresh and easy. You're probably right. He's probably like, what the fuck are we doing here again, man? But, but, no, I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even meaning about him getting confused or anything. It just it really looked like he was like, right, I'm getting ready to push myself over here. Mm. Before, before, uh, compare it to um, Drew and Lesnar. You know what I mean? If you compare it to something like Drew and Lesnar, where Lesnar just, you know, Drew's going to come at me and I'm just going to fucking somersault myself out of this ring. I thought Lesnar's elimination was gallows. Aye, Lesnar, Lesnar's brilliant in the Rumble, man. Lesnar's a standout in the Rumble. Anyway, let's. Stuart says, put over Gunther having a star making performance at the Men's Royal Rumble. He was great. Despite what I said there, he he was great. Um, Paul wants to bury everything to do with Bray Wyatt. It's boring, no entertaining in the slightest, and his voice and his promos now greats. I want everybody to fucking come to me and apologise to me now. Um, Fraser wants to bury the blackout match. The kindest thing I can say about it was that it was easier on the eyes compared to the red light fiend matches and wants to put over the rest of the rumble in general. I've had no problems with the predictable winners being correct and the post-title match angle will just raise Sami Zayn's stock higher. John? I can I say I didn't mind the pitch black match. I thought visually on screen it looked pretty cool. Was that all Mountain Dew stuff on it? Yeah, apart from the wrestling, I thought it looked pretty cool on screen with like Wyatt's face paint and the way they kind of lit it and all that sort of stuff under the kind of blue light. I thought it looked all right. I think for people, there was a lot of booze in the arena because I think if you were in the arena, and maybe Shamer can let us know about this, but I think in the arena, it wouldn't have looked very good. Because uh, just because I don't think people would have been able to see it, but on telly, I didn't think it was that bad. The match itself, I mean, and Rab, I, I can't wait for you to see the spot. Gregory, did you see it? I watched about the first five, ten minutes, mate. I have you to. See, I, I have you to didn't see the Uncle Howdy spot? No. Fucking, fucking, in the words of Rab, fucking rotten. 
it is the worst spot I have ever fucking seen in professional wrestling. Anyway, really? it is fucking honest to God. The the spot they did, it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And he fucking he did a, in fact I won't spoil it for you, Rab, if you've not seen it. Was it a botch or just a badly oh, was it a botch or just a bad idea? Terrible idea, terrible botch, just fucking <laughs> terrible. Fucking <laughs> terrible. It is wow. it, I honestly I don't please see if you can get to next week's show without seeing it. I want your immediate reaction to it because it is okay. fucking terrible. Oh, wow. Okay. Right, Lewis would like to put up his performance at the Royal Rumble. Right, so this is Lewis talking. First, I decided to have three pints of venom before the event to keep myself going. Played a few drinking games and then had a takeaway before me and the boys watched. Goat wound up with Sammy didn't win, so ended up drinking mere venom. All was going well until I fell asleep after the rumbles, although I had no recollection of the night. Turns out I wandered upstairs at one point, decided to be sick or in my pal's room. Then apparently I pissed on my pal's head as he was asleep by the toilet. Once I heard this news, I went round to collect my keys that I left and I blamed the dog. All went well until my pal's parents showed me the ring doorbell footage of me being violently sick for the second time. The same green colour with chunks of chips, cheese and donor. Followed by the video of me pissing on my pal. All I could muster was sorry. They handed me my keys and said nothing. He wants to bury getting yeah. a ticket for a live show. Nobody wants to go with me, so some prick better have a pint with me. Is this guy coming to the fucking live show? This guy, yeah, yeah. that guy's coming to the live show. Get the venoms ready. Something needs to be Williams plus one. Come on, man, he's a son. Lewis, Lewis. Shit. Let's try and find Lewis a date for the Wrestling Daft live show. Craig wants to put your Cody winning the Rumble, the Logan Paul spot, and the pop from Sami Zayn turning on Roman. And wants to bury Bray Wyatt and have an idea with him. Had pals who don't watch wrestling and it's embarrassing having to try and explain what's going on with his shite. Sad for early night. Bezel Bryce wants to bury whatever that fucking Mountain Dew fight in a nightclub bollocks was <laughs> and put her Kota Abushi being free and looking like he's going to tear through America and now he's free for NJPW. Hopefully get some golden lovers action on AEW. Craig wants to put her the Hulkster and his recovery from surgery. Well said, brother. Hail, hail. When Brian wants to put over... <laughs> <laughs> Brian wants to put over the men's rumble. Great to see an AEW star Cody uh, Codelander winning. The looks of a future Gunter Sheamus drew Intercontinental Triple Threat out of a WrestleMania banger, sure would. Logan and Ricochet trying to recreate the big bang and splitting an atom in that clash. That was brilliant. Barry Kofi, second year, failing to stay in. Hope he continues a streak of missing it. Here. So what, what happened there? Was that a botch? I never saw that. Aye, that was botched. <laughs> I think that was botched. Though I thought, because it was meant to land on a chair or something, I think, and Aye. he fucked it, I think. And the chair fell over on it, and he was just, Aye. that was it. And he banged his head off the announce desk by the looks of it. Um, so, Barry, Brian wants to bury John's deposit on the venue, lose it when the lads no show, or when the Jazz fans destroy the place and defeat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Scott wants to put her Gunther just over a year since Keith yeah. Lee put out his tweet about him saying, poor Walter, the two are worlds apart now. Gunther for a big mania match, hopefully. He's been great. And Sean wants to bury Bray Wyatt. Same as before. Months of spooky speeches and hype and then a shite match. Bury Bliss versus Bel Air. Bliss going back to the spooky shite. Put her Gunther in the rumble and the ending of the pay-per-view was absolutely perfect. And Mark wants to put over Grado for giving him his cup final ticket. <laughs> What's that about? Nah, I mean, I've I, I did have a cup final ticket, but I, I don't have it anywhere. Right, let's talk about. Um, shall we talk about the rumble? A wee bit. Aye, why not? Let's quickly talk about the rumble a wee bit because um, I'd seen some people say they were kind of under. Well, what I saw was somebody online. I can't remember who saying that they were underwhelmed or people had been underwhelmed by the men's rumble or whatever. I really enjoyed that men's rumble. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, do you know what pissed me off? I fucking text Shah, right? I goes, he watched it live, so I text him in the morning. Text him in the morning. I always text him. I always want to find out if there's surprises because I'll be excited. Aye. I went, was there any surprises? And he wrote back, no, mate, just Booker T. And who else was in it? Booker um, T. And who else was the surprise? Logan no, I no mate, yeah. just Logan Paul, Booker T and Cody. I went or whoever the, the third person was, I can't remember who it was. I went, Well why did he wait no just say that well, I just say was, either was a couple, why? Wait a minute, he went, No, nah, there was no surprises, mate, just Booker T, Logan Paul and somebody else. And I went, What why'd you tell me that? Why would you tell me that? 
He's done that hundreds of times. It's it was nice seeing everything. Booker. It was nice seeing Booker. So it was, wasn't it? Um, wasn't it coming out with his big gangly legs and that? You know uh, what I mean? Just about yeah, managing to stay up. He bit a belly and all that. Yeah, he, he just, but he still looked good, man. He still looked good. He still did a great spin of Rooney in there. Uh, uh, Logan Paul's just his gore, isn't he? I love that spot, the two of them. I thought it was class. But also just he just gets it. He's just the kind he's the right. kind of personality he gets it. Even in, in the ring, the kind of just the way he was conducting himself in the ring. Because I, I imagine in, in a Royal Rumble type situation, you'll be able to tell me about this, Gredo. <laughs> I imagine what's scary for somebody who's green in a Royal Rumble match is that it's not so much your spots, right? Or what you're out there today. It's mere like I think people that are green and new to it. Don't know what to do in between their bits. Mm. It's like, what the fuck do I do in between these bits that are my spots? How do I get out of the way? You know what? But I thought Logan Paul looked really at home in there. I, I think he's I think he's fine. I, I actually think he's in that ring and he has no fear at all. I don't think I'll be nervous, but I generally think he's he, he, he's so so full he's in shit. He's confident. But you find that these folk usually are. See these folk that are good at stuff. Aye. Okay, I mean, it's like, see the, my pals that play football, right? They're good at snooker. They're good at pool, okay, what I mean? They're good at uh, gone with women and all that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what I mean? No, but you know what I mean? Like, they just know what they're doing. Good at gone with women. Do you, what do you think, though, about... Um, it looks like it's getting set up for Logan Paul versus Seth at Mania. Would you, are you all for that? It'll be, that will be fucking amazing. Yeah. Who? We know that'll be amazing because... It's, oh, aye. One thing, Paul Seth can wrestle anybody and it'll be amazing. Yeah, that's true. You know, and but but they two guys will they, they'll tear it down without a doubt. They two they'll try and steal the show. They'll try and steal the show. I mean, aye, aye. now Cody Rhodes. I was thinking about this the day earlier the day. So, and I'm going to go. You want to talk about? Huh? <laughs> I'm going to go right out there, right? And I'm going to say, I I'm struggling. I, it's been a long, long time since I've been as excited by a wrestler as I am by Cody Rhodes. And I can't even explain fully why that is. There is, there is something about Cody Rhodes. I just, I just believe in it completely. It's like when he came in at the Rumble, and then he was there, and then he came in, and he just looked great. The minute he came in, he looked great in the ring. But then Gunther started opening up on his chest and all that, and then you're thinking about, it, and then he had that moment with Seth and all that. Seth asking him how his how his peck was feeling and all that, and, and it's just, I just believe it, man. There's just something about. And I don't know if it's... I feel completely worked by him as well, you know what I mean? Like, because I know... I've not watched Raw yet, but I know that probably Cody will have done a promo at Raw, and I know that he'll probably be greeting or something during his promo, and I know he'll be talking about his da, and I know he'll be talking... And I fucking totally believe not. And I think... I think that's WrestleMania, right? I'm, I'm going to put this out there the new, and I'm stone ready to be disappointed, but I think this could be the best WrestleMania there's been for years and years and years, because we've never seen a heel, right, built as well as this fucking forever. This unstoppable heel who hasn't, who hasn't been beaten, who thinks he can't be beat, going up against a baby face that the crowd are all fucking behind, that the audience in the fucking living rooms are behind, a guy who has all that history behind him, a guy who has all that connection um, to the fucking legacy of professional wrestling. That main event might be off the fucking charts, man. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, he unfollowed me so he can bite my bonnet. I don't care about him. <laughs> Cody just, he says all the right things. He does all the right things. He's a total self-made superstar. He's a self-made superstar. Mm. He was bombed out of the WWE. He went in, and I don't care what anybody else says, he fucking created AEW, Cody Rhodes. He created that, that that's all there. That was him. It wasn't fucking as much, you know, as much as you can say about Kenny and the Young Bucks and the reputation that they had on the indies and all that, right? It was fucking Cody that did that. He was the face of all that. And then he, and the reason why I think Cody fell out of favor at AEW was because Cody built a promotion and then was and then looked too big for it. He looked too much. He looked too much a star for it. He looked like too much, and I don't mean I don't. That's not a lesson. What they're doing over there, what they're doing over there is at AEW is different from what's happening in the mainstream WWE, where it's all about the big, larger than life, super heroic characters. 
And he was just, he was, he was made in that mold and he just didn't fit. Suddenly, the thing that he created, he, did, he didn't seem to fit. And now he's well, back that's there. No, that's not completely true. Why is it not true? Well, for a start, you're going on. I mean, he, he did have some shanners in AEW. Let's, we can't hide the fact some of the promos that he done were very questionable. Some of the programs that he booked himself in to try and give other folk the rub, the likes of the boy that I wrestled down in Liverpool, lovely guy, would you cry him a go go? And all that. But a lot of that stuff was garbage, mate. Come on. But I get, I, I, I get where you're coming from in terms of he has a start and he's built himself up and he feels like a proper wrestling legend because he's back running his history and you want to believe in him a day, but you can't just say that, you know, it was all him with AEW. And I know what you mean with AEW stuff, but the Bucks and all that, they were the first guys to start selling all these t-shirts and pro wrestling tees. And, I know, I know. You know, I mean, he cannot, he, he didn't, I'm not saying that, that he didn't help their case because no doubt he was probably a guy with putting on the pole neck, jumper on and getting in with his uh, brogue zone and, and probably was the a bit of the brains in explaining their point about how he tried to get a promotion when it came to like, a bunch of what he was probably the, 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 the spokesperson. I don't I don't disagree with you there, but there was smell in him. I, I agree, right? I agree, but here's the thing. Here, here's the fundamental point I'm trying to make here. See See when you totally when a when a wrestler completely fucking works you and you completely believe in them, suddenly you can't see any rang in them. I'm I'm sitting here right now and I'm struggling to remember any any crap matches that Cody Rhodes might have had in AEW. As far as that, as far as that, as far, where I'm with Cody Rhodes and now and my does this guy is brilliant. He's always been brilliant. Mm. I totally believe the story. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I've seen him. I've seen him as fucking stardust. And I've seen him have bad matches in WWE, and I've seen him have bad matches in AEW. But I'm so fucking fully invested in the character that he is now and how he's built himself up into this place that I'm just like, not only is he the guy, he was always the guy. He was the guy right for the start. Do you know what I mean? I'm like totally invested. And how do you feel about him, John? I mean, I'm like, an AEW can... He still reeks cost salesman to me, but a wee bit... I'd see the suit gimmick and all that sort of stuff and just wearing the suit and all that. I, I don't like that because it's too heel for me. When someone wears a suit, they say scream heel to me. But see all the Homelander, the kind of all-American kind of thing. I'd like, I think it'd be a great moment and especially just talk about him bringing back the winged eagle that he was chatting about that. And I think it'll be an amazing... Even, even that though, he, you know, yeah. him putting that tweet out, he's, the mind that he has for the business is unbelievable. Because you, to to put that tweet out is one of the first things you do after winning the rumble to put out a picture of the fucking winged eagle, which he knows this is what fans want to see. You know what I mean? He knows that we want that, and it's like that. That's the the nostalgic pull and the, and the feel, and that's exactly what his dad had. His dad had that gift for understanding what an audience feels like, feels inside them. Know the fucking heat part of it where you're kind of going, you know, well, the booking will do this, and maybe this will happen, and the politics are this and all that. It's like it's all about. I think, I think if you go to the Rhodes family and the way they exist within professional wrestling, the way the Rhodes family perceive professional wrestling is they, is they it's all about feelings for the Rhodes. I think I think it's all about feelings. It's not about the heat. I think it's all about the heart. You know what I mean? And putting that winged eagle picture up was just another part of that. It's like I know this is what we all want. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, David. I mean, I do. I'd love that, but in the grand scheme of things. It's like we all wanted the American badass to make an appearance, and it was like that fell flat in its ass. Don't get me wrong; it was the way it was done. But sometimes you go, it's quite like, is there a portion of that crowd that probably doesn't even know what the Winged Eagle Belt is these days? Or am I, maybe am I talking shit? I think people, I think people know, man. I think people know, but I just think Cody. There's just it's that thing. I can't even explain it. I can't even wax on about this for ages because I kind of feel like, however, I'm feeling about Cody Rhodes now when I watch him. Is it's one of the impossible to explain kind of things. It's the kind of magic of even though when I was a wee guy, I wasn't a Hulk Hogan fan. I liked I liked other wrestlers more than Hulk Hogan. It was still like exciting when you saw Hulk Hogan and you still believed it and you still believed that he was the guy. They have finally for the first time in so fucking long, WWE have a baby face there that feels like they're actually the guy. Nay fucking you know what I mean? Nay bullshit. Nay. You know, nay, he's the guy, but he's the guy, but there's no buts. This guy is the fucking, and now all people want is for him to go into WrestleMania, go into the main event against this heel, and fucking beat him for the belt. That's it. Yeah. The simple, this, the beautiful, simple story of wrestling. 
and there thought, it is, it's ready to play out. I thought it was very smart them keeping Sammy out the rumble because that would have completely overshadowed it. And you know, we didn't we've not even talked about the bloodline bit at the end, which which was absolutely phenomenal. But it was a very smart move to keep Sammy out the rumble and keep that away from Cody and distance them out. I thought that was a really smart move from WWE. And I'll be interested to see what they now do with the you know, Sammy and Kevin. And and I mean, my, my feeling is I know a lot of people are hoping. You see a lot of people talking about Sammy fighting Roman at Elimination Chamber, right? Um, that may be happening. And, you know, I think Roman has got to destroy Sammy Zayn. I really do. Aye. And, like, when, it, like, like when Lesnar came back, or who's it, Goldberg? Could they beat, who did he beat in, like, two seconds? Was it Kevin Owens? Remember aye, that? Aye. Just steamroll somebody. I think Roman Reigns has got to destroy. I know the story we all really want is Sammy fucking take. It'd be brilliant if Sammy took Roman Reigns out. But I think the way this is going to play now is Roman Reigns has got to fucking destroy Sammy Zayn. And I and I and I think you know you can play a lot of stuff after that with the Usos and how they respond and all that, right? But ultimately, you want Roman Reigns going into WrestleMania hated, despised, Aye. completely fucking despised. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and I'll tell you something, Cody Rhodes will win at WrestleMania, right? We know that. We want that. But Cody Rhodes 100% will make you believe he's getting beat in that match. Aye, definitely. That's how fucking good he is. We'll believe he's going to get beat in that match, you know what I mean, by the time we're watching it. So, maybe the Rock saying he's not ready there. Well, I've seen loads of people going, but he looks amazing. What is he talking about? He's not ready. He looks fucking amazing. Right? But it's, it's different, isn't it? It's like, you see when you're a big muscly-looking guy like that, you're out of breath in about two seconds, aren't you? Uh, it's, it's different. It's, he's probably no. No, I'm saying me sitting here going, "The Rock's no doing enough cardio." It's, it's not that. I just kind of feel like <laughs> it's a shame. Could we still see Stone Cold at WrestleMania? Do you think? Okay, I don't know. It's, it's, you can't do these things too often, Rab. It's like we were talking about that Raw 30th anniversary last last week, and that shit's all just seen. That's all had its day. Now see all that DX coming out and. Oh, we're old and we're we can't, we're, we're all shite bags now because we're old and we're always joking about Roy Roy Simmons coming out and getting it damn and all that. Sometimes if you you see too much of that, you just get pissed off it, don't you? I'm laughing at you saying Roy Simmons. Uh, Ron Simmons. Roy Simmons. <laughs> that guy for Coronation Street. It sounds like Roy Simmons. Um, but do you know what I mean? But aye, it's like you, you get that rammed. How many times are we going to see these folk come back? There's only so many times you can do it. But I think like. Austin did so well last time, and he's obviously kept his cell in shape. He's working out like fuck. You're not going to get many more chances, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Who's he going to wrestle? Apparently, he was offered. He was offered Lesnar, and he was offered oh, Lesnar. Who else was it? And he turned them both down. I can't remember. He was offered both of them, and he said no to both of them. I can so. give you Brock. <laughs> <laughs> I I tell you, all I want to see, all I would, all I, all I want to see is at WrestleMania. Uh, Bray Wyatt coming down and cutting a promo and Stone Cold coming out in the middle and fucking rattling him. That would that would do it for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. All the lights out. Bray Wyatt's stone in the ring and all that and then maybe Stone Cold drives doing a big monster truck with big fucking floodlights in the front of it. They fucking light the ring up. And just stunner him. Them. Aye. Stunner him. And shouts. Um, he calls him Husky Harris, not. <laughs> Fuck up, Husky Harris. Aye. How great would that be? Husky yeah. Harris, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So before we head out of this show, it's been a long show, a lot of chat, a lot of, you know, blathering about stuff, but the, the key priority you need to take away is the live show is coming at last. So all happened at Box on Sunday, 26th of February, the afternoon before ICW Square Go at night. I'll probably just, after that, we'll go straight to the Square Go. That's my plan. Um am Wrestling that you're no booked, no? No. We'll you're not being go. booked. Are you going to go though, Gredo? Oh, I don't think so. I doubt it. I probably just got the road, especially if it's been a whole fun game and that. I mean, surely. Why don't, why, why don't we just? Why don't you just we go, just go together like a couple of couple uh, of big shots, man? I don't know. We'll see. Surely, from IC, someone from ICW is listening to this podcast just now and thinking, Gredo and Rab are across the road. Surely, there's an angle here. There's an angle here. No, I mean, I. I've not even spoke. I've not spoken to Alison months. So. I just want to say I'm not ready to wrestle. I'm not <laughs> just like the Rock. I'm not. I'm not ready to go. Um, I so wrestling daft live. We'll turn it off halfway through. You can have a break and intermission to watch your football. 
and then we'll come back on to wrap it up. Uh, and then and then it says here, if there was a wrestling disco, this is what John keeps putting in. I've got no idea what that is. <laughs> a wrestling disco. John, tell us one more time what a wrestling disco was. Right, the wrestling daft disco is basically me playing wrestling themes. And you can theme for the disco. You got you guys could jump on as well and play your favourite wrestling themes. Gradle, you'll fucking love that. Gradle would love that, by the way. Gradle's hitting on. Fucking love but, that. but what we're going to end up with some obscure TNA fucking entrance theme <laughs> right, that some that... guy had for one month in TNA. Yep, we're going to put on um, Kid Cash's 2008 TNA theme. We're going to have Christian Cage's 6 TNA theme. We're going to have uh, Sports Entertainment Extreme, the faction that was in 2002. We're going to use the second version of that. So you better believe it. If I get a show at the decks, that's what's going on. But remember, you buy tickets for the show, it doesn't mean you can't leave before that. You're allowed to leave before the wrestling disco happens. Uh, I don't want nobody... And we'll probably take requests as well, wouldn't we? Yeah. Uh, at the wrestling disco nobody is allowed though to play the fucking X Factor song by Uncle Cracker <laughs> <laughs> I just like oh, put there, you'll be fucking flung out of box I'll get I gotta get out. the guy and a woman and I'll never get that back <laughs> well no. I know you hate that fact because you ain't gonna gonna be like that you ain't gonna gonna be like that yet I know you watch it terrible Right, so it's tickets are on sale now and the link's below. Get them, there's not many tickets left. I think they're about three quarters sold out when the four fifths sold out. <laughs> so, that's not anyway. so get them bought, even bring along. Listen, it's Rab and Gradle, it's two, as the Princess Trust would say, bona fide celebrities. You want to get done, <laughs> you want to get done and, and enjoy it because um, it might be your last chance to, to see me and Gradle because we're not in the best of health. So. <laughs> <laughs> Right, boys, that's it. I'm away. Right. Um, road, that's, that's listen up the road and that's yourself. <laughs>